Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, just recently on News Nation, Avi Loeb, the Harvard uh, theoretical physicist who is uh, studying UFOs with his Galileo project, as well as a, uh, he's done some research recently in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, he's, he's found remnants of an object that had uh, crashed there back in 2016 uh, and that he thinks may be extraterrestrial in origin. Uh, he was basically was on News Nation and he slapped back at some comments made recently by Neil deGrasse Tyson as well. I think the uh, Loeb's comments were also directed at other uh, scientists as well. Uh, basically, he's accusing them of doing nothing uh, while he's out in the field doing what uh, scientists are supposed to be doing. And I thought it was a, a great interview. Uh, but before I, I, I talk about what was said there, I just want to, I, I just talked about this recently uh, during a recent podcast uh, on uh, August 16th. I was talking about this in a podcast uh, uh, entitled, uh, Some People Will See Extraterrestrials as God, says Harvard's Avi Loeb. And uh, here's a little segment from that uh, show. Evidence of an alien civilization is exactly what Loeb said he may have found evidence for at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. In a separate interview, the professor, also an elected fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, said that he found startling material recovered from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. That trip, according to Loeb, produced evidence of material that was moving faster than 95% of stars near the sun and had material strength that was tougher than most rocks. In other words, material that is possibly artificially designed by another species in the galaxy and not naturally produced by a meteor or other form of space matter. Of course, there are some scientists who have disputed Loeb's claims. Uh, they told the New York Times in July that the Harvard professor's theories, despite attracting attention, were not based in solid scientific evidence. These people, these, these scientists, you know, they'll kind of sit back in their laboratory smoking on a pipe, wearing a, wear a sweater or one of those collar shirts underneath sitting there smoking their pipe and just do doling out stigmatizing words against their colleagues who are actually out in the field doing work. Well, I don't think, I think Loeb's taking a chance. I don't think, I don't think he's found anything. Where's his proof? It's, I, it's hard to believe, but apparently there are some people in the scientific community who want to maintain the status quo. I mean, just look at all of John Mack's colleagues from Harvard back in the, back in the day. Uh, J John's lost it. John's lost it. He's studying something that we never studied, so he's lost it. Because I don't believe it. Nobody believes it. It's, you know, these people are just crackpots. He shouldn't be studying alien abduction. Here we go. Here's another one. People are sick of hearing about Avi Loeb's wild claims, astrophysicist Steve Desch said. It's polluting good science, conflating the good science we do with the ridiculous sensationalism and sucking all the oxygen out of the room. Steve Desch, that's because you suck. You're sucking all the good oxygen out of the whole planet. You stink. You and your kind, you, you kind of scientists that think like you, right? You're jerks. You stink. You're holding us back. So as you can see, I've been saying this uh, all along, and now it's great to hear Avi Loeb, who uh, is actually somebody who's out there uh, getting his hands dirty, uh, doing the research that other people uh, refuse to do and said they sit back in their armchairs and just uh, uh, criticize it on a regular basis. People like Neil deGrasse Tyson, a very popular uh, person, but at the same time, uh, he's someone who's brought on TV all the time because of his personality. Yeah, he's a big personality, no question about it. However, he doesn't he does no no research into this at all whatsoever. He wants everything handed to him on a silver platter, and uh, basically, Avi Loeb uh, KO'd him. Uh, that's that's how I view this. Anyway, during the show, uh, during this News Nation segment, uh, they presented 
uh, Loeb, uh, the re- reporter presented Loeb with a uh, segment where Tyson was talking about this. And here's what Tyson said. He said, well, in science, what people perhaps don't know is that eyewitness testimony is some of the lowest form of evidence you can bring to a scientific conference, which is odd because in a court of law, it's considered quite high. So here we are in the hearings thinking that the pedigree of the person delivering the information adds truth value to what they're saying, whereas in science, Part of what modernized science was our ability to create methods, tools, and machines to replace human senses in the reporting of what we experience. So I just need better data. So, of course, he was, when he's talking about the hearings, he's talking about the recent whistleblower hearing uh, that uh, went down in the House Oversight Committee. Uh, where David Grush, along with uh, uh, former pilot Navy pilots Ryan Graves and David Fravor, presented testimony uh, to the uh, under oath, by the way, uh, about uh, UFOs. Grush, of course, is, his assertions are that there's a a widespread cover-up ongoing for a long time now, uh, and that materials and alien bodies have been recovered. And that they are being kept, that all of this is being kept secret from not only the Congress, but from all, from everybody, from the, from the people that we, we put into, uh, to serve us in the Pentagon. Uh, so, uh, so Loeb, after hearing uh, Tyson's comments, and of course, just before I uh, present Loeb's comments, Tyson has always, this is what he does. He, he doesn't do any research. He's brought on TV shows all the time, sits there laughing his head off about UFOs and aliens. Uh, when he know he's no he knows nothing he he has not studied this so here's what Loeb had to say in response he says the problem is really people like Neil are pretending they really care about data but they're not seeking the data he's talking about it but he's not practicing science and what I'm trying to do is go to the Pacific Ocean where we know there is an object that came from outside the solar system and study it now it's possible the government government may have some materials some evidence that we have no access to but you know the sky's the sky is not classified. The oceans are not classified. And if Neil deGrasse Tyson was really curious about this question, he would have been seeking the evidence rather than saying we don't have evidence. It's an extraordinary claim. You need evidence in order to say anything. But he's not actually doing it. Oh, oh, that's so wonderful, isn't it? Isn't it so wonderful to have somebody like of Avi Loeb's stature, uh, a Harvard theoretical physicist, slapping back at Neil deGrasse Tyson for doing nothing, which is the exact that that, that is more truthful, the most truthful statement that you could make about uh, deGrasse Tyson as well as other people, other scientists. Anyway. Uh, Loeb continues, he says here, and practicing science is very different from talking about science. He's talking about science. I'm practicing science. You know, I write scientific papers, I publish, and I actually follow the evidence, and so that's what we try to do. Now, what I find strange is that many scientists resist this approach of trying to collect the evidence. Not only are they not engaged in it, they are trying to push back and say it's a waste of time. And I say, you just sit back and relax. You know, you let science be done the way it should be done. And I'm really curious if the government has materials or information that is currently hidden from view, because as a scientist, I agree with Neil that we need access to the data. So the fundamental question for me is whether we learn about what lies outside the solar system by studying what's on the what's in the bottom of the pacific ocean before we we learn it from politicians from washington dc or maybe something some miracle will happen and we will learn from the government as well many of the scientists pretend to be a scientist but they are not really seeking the evidence and the push they push back with very strong opinions that are not supported by anything 
So I'm saying let's bring back science to where it belongs, collecting evidence rather than talking about it in a talk show. So that was Avi Loeb's response to Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's basically busy at home writing books, making another million bucks, millions of bucks probably, uh, doing no research and just sitting there uh, running his running his jaw and not not doing anything doesn't do any research doesn't even i don't even think he i don't think he's studied this situation whatsoever at all i don't think he's ever read a book about ufos all he does is sit back and 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 issue proclamations and the and the mainstream media eats it up they all sit sit back and have a good laugh along with neil degrasse tyson while people like abby Loeb are out there doing the dirty work this episode is brought to you by snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So yeah, this was fantastic. This, we need more of this. Uh, this is uh, this is this is you know this reminds me of like uh, if you know your history with uh, like someone like Louis Pasteur, a French uh, chemist and microbiologist. Uh, back in the 1860s, he was trying to he was running around telling everybody that uh, you know about bacteria, warning warning doctors, hey, we, you need to wash your hands before you do any sort of surgery. You could introduce uh, germs into that wound there, there, and next thing you know, it's going to cause an infection. They they thought he was a crackpot and a quack. They were calling Louis Pasteur back in the 1860s a, a, a crackpot and a quack. And this guy, of course, ended up. Uh, he came up with the cure. He ended up not only was he right about that. Yeah, you, you got to wash your hands. You know, doctors, of course, are very careful about that these days. But there was a time not that long ago when they weren't. And you had somebody trying to ring the alarm bell about it and they weren't listening to him. It, it took time. It took a lot of time and, he, and, and, and a lot of heartache and pain before uh, Pasteur is finally getting his message through. Uh, he was ridiculed uh, a, by many of his colleagues, just like people today. You know, just like people like Avi Loeb you hear hear you hear other his, some of his colleagues saying oh yeah he's 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 a, a big windbag he's taking all the oxygen out of the room when when we when we're here doing serious science you're not do well, what kind of serious science are you doing when you're showing up on TV and just issuing proclamations without doing any research yourself again take take, take you, you you can look at the past and you can see it's like the, the things that happened in the past are the same things that are happening now when it comes to the ufo and extraterrestrial question you have some people like avi Loeb. i know even people in the ufo community have some issues with them but I, I i give him the guy a lot of credit he's trying he's he's trying he's doing something he's not sitting back and doing nothing he's actually out there in the field doing something uh, but, but you look at like someone again, like Louis Pasteur. I mean, he 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 came up with the uh, uh, rabies vaccine. I mean, this guy anthrax. He he came up with the uh, vaccine for that. Uh, so this guy, the, and he was ridiculed. He was ridiculed. And that's not that long ago, eighteen sixty. We're not even talking two hundred years ago yet. Uh, so it wasn't that long ago where, where where doctors really didn't care. They didn't believe in bacteria or microbes, anything like that. That was crazy. You got to be a crackpot to think that the little tiny germs are going to cause some sort of an infection and might kill this person. 
Oh, they, they thought it was crazy back then. Just the same way that a lot of people in the scientific community today basically react when it, uh, to the UFO and extraterrestrial questions. Uh, they act the same way. They act like the same kind of idiots that you saw back in 1860s when Louis Pasteur was trying to uh, re- sound the alarm bell about germs. Now, you have in, in this day and age, you have uh, scientists saying, uh, "Yeah, this all this stuff is cr- these people are crackpots." Remember, I, I bring up a lot the, the example of John Mack, the Harvard uh, scientist, uh, Doctor John Mack, who was studying alien abduction. Uh, a lot of his colleagues thought he was a crackpot, while they just sat back and said did nothing. They never looked into it. I mean, obviously, you know, Mac recognized that there are a lot of people who are uh, who have made these claims. There must be something to it, so he investigated to see what, what, what if there was something to it, and he found something to it. There is something to it. Uh, none of these people were crackpots. They didn't like the fact that these things were happening to them. Uh, but we still don't. That's even to to this day, alien abduction is still not taken taken seriously. And, and John Mack has been dead for quite a while now, almost twenty years. Uh, so uh, I'm so happy here to see the Abby Loeb slapping back, you know, at, at Neil deGrasse Tyson, and as well as the rest of the scientific community that continues to. Uh, frown upon this and laugh at it and make a joke out of joke joke out of it and uh and it's, when it's not it's not a joking matter it's something that they should be seriously studying and just because the government and and let me tell you something there is a cover-up right there's no question that, that there's a cover-up that the government knows more uh than they're sharing and it's unfortunate because like i've always talked about this before we a lot of these things that we're seeing right now the fact that avi Loeb is going out to the pacific ocean uh to try to uh, recover remnant that he did recover some remnants it's not clear yet whether uh they're extraterrestrial in nature yet but he is being studied at this this moment in time uh, they won't have to be doing these things. I mean, like he even says in his comments, they 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 could what could be hap- what they could be doing. They could be studying what we already know, what we already have. But but instead, it's it all of that stuff is obvious, right? Because of the cover up, there's only a small certain group of scientists that are allowed to look at it, research it, and study it. People that are working most certainly for defense contractors. And meanwhile, the Pentagon acts as a bodyguard for for, for these for this whole. Uh, program that's what's happening and uh meanwhile the rest of the scientific community is left in the dark um and and they act stupid about it i mean if you know the whole problem here the scientific community uh, if if there's any community out there that should be up in arms about what's been going on it should be the scientific community you think that they would pick up some books and read them well, read 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 books written by people like Richard Dolan and Timothy Good. You would know when you walk away from those reading those books that there's most certainly some kind of a cover up going on, not just here in the United States, but in a lot of other countries too. You would know that there's something happening here, and you would be outraged. If you're a scientist, you should be outraged at what's going on here. You should be demanding that they present this, their, whatever they found, to to the scientific community for study, rather than keeping it bottled up. We should be trying to under the entire scientific community needs to be brought in on this instead of having this crazy game that we're playing. You know, we wouldn't even have to have we shouldn't even have to have these hearings. We shouldn't have to have whistleblowers stepping up and talking to Congress. We shouldn't be play having to play this game. We could we could bypass it all in one fell swoop if the control group would actually finally just, you know, admit the truth, admit to what a lot of us out there already know. 
But the scientific community, they should be outraged at what's going on. Read some books and you'll understand that there is most certainly an extraterrestrial presence here. A lot of us know it because of experiences, right? But some of us uh, know it because of the research that's been done by people like Richard Dolan, historians, right? People like that who who who, who uh, put together incredible works of, 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 of his, historical information that for the most part get is it's not it's it should be and that this kind of stuff right these kind of historical uh books need to be uh something that's taught in schools that what's been going on here that there is a cover-up we need to come we, we need to end the cover-up and talk about and and then talk about the history of the cover-up that there, there's there's so much that needs to be done and it's not happening we're instead we're just spinning our wheels for the most part we're trying to get out of this mud that we're stuck in and we're, 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 we're by doing these things with the with the hearings and the uh, and having to endure the 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 nonsense spewed by the debunkers and all the morons and the idiots who are working for the uh, uh, control group apparently uh I, I don't I don't understand scientists who don't want to get to the bottom of this. I don't understand people who just think that there's nothing to look at here. I mean, if they, they obviously they didn't haven't researched this. They don't know what they're talking about. I know for a fact that there's something here, right? And a lot of people are in my position where they know for a fact because they've had firsthand experience, right? So they know. And they keep continuing to li live in this world of fantasy where it's, where it's basically, it's almost the same thing as with what happened with Louis Pasteur. Oh, no, don't, don't worry. You don't have to wash your hands. That Louis Pasteur, he's a crackpot and a quack. Don't wash your hands. You could just stick your dirty hands in there while you're sewing at that, that, that uh, lady up there. Who you know, no, no, Nothing's going to happen. Same thing today. Same thing today. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of idiots, uh, I want to talk about... <sighs> Another debunker kind of type of story here. Uh, this is in Jacobin uh, magazine uh, website here. UFO crashes almost certainly aren't real, says the headline. But the government itself is re is responsible for public distrust. Now, this is written by a guy, Ben Burgess. This guy's a complete absolute idiot. Idiot. Ben Burgess is an absolute moron, has no idea what he's talking about. So we're going to have to go through this article and talk, and I'm going to show you just how much of an idiot Ben Burgess is. Anyway, it says the hearings on UA, unidentified aerial phenomena, he got it wrong, it's anomalous phenomena, anomalous phenomena. Unearth, right after right the, the, the first sentence not all not not even finished yet and he's wrong already that's because he guy the guy's an idiot he doesn't does no research on it this is pure pure, pure stupid opinion piece that for some reason a, a a publication like jacobin feels like is relevant for some reason when it's complete farce and, and nonsense anyway the hearings on unidentified aerial phenomena unearthed no public evidence that should make us take claims of crashed alien spacecraft and recovered non-human biologics seriously. That's his first paragraph. We just so we had a guy testify under oath, David Grush, but we're not supposed to take his anything he said under oath seriously. That's what this guy's saying. Just go on home. Nothing to see here, according to Ben Burgess. Nothing to see here. Anyway, continuing here, he says, but the federal government has done plenty to earn public distrust. Okay. And then he writes, did the fascist government of Benito Mussolini recover a 
a crashed alien spaceship in the 1930s. Did the ship then make its way into the custody of the Vatican, which in turn handed it to the United States at the end of World War II? Have non-human biologics been recovered from more recent crashes? And, and of course, he has to get, they always do, dum-dums, right? Dum-dums who don't know what they're talking about or write about UFOs and uh, the extraterrestrial presence on Earth. They always have to uh, go talk about the X-Files. And this guy, Ben Burgess, of course, he's a moron, so he's going to talk about the X-Files because he doesn't know any reason. That's the that's the extent of this guy's research. The X-Files. That's where he gets his information from. He compares what people are talking about to a TV show, The X-Files, which by the way was inspired by the cover-up. But this idiot doesn't know what he's talking about, so he, that's all he knows. All he knows is The X-Files. All all these idiots that write like this. That's all they know is The X-Files. Anyway, it says here, it all sounds like the premise of an amazing episode of The X-Files. In this case, though, it's been presented as nonfiction by, quote, whistleblower, end quote, David Crush. Okay, they are, you only love how you put they, these, these morons who don't believe it, who don't believe it out of hand, always have to put in quotes, whistleblower in quotes. Because what they're trying to say there is that, oh, how could he be a whistleblower? Because I don't believe this stuff. So whistleblower has to be in quotes because what's he blowing the whistle on? Fiction. That's according to this idiots like this guy. Late, late last month, he was a star witness in Congress's hearings on what were once called unidentified flying objects and have since been dubbed unidentified aerial phenomena. Bleh wrong again this idiot doesn't do his research no no idea what he's talking about he's not he's not kept himself abreast on the changes ongoing it's unidentified anomalous phenomena you dork presumably because ufo has an embarrassing ring to it yeah let me just stop there for a second it does have an embarrassing ring to it for some people because uh the government since the 1950s that's when the ufos uh started to go into vogue uh it's been embarrassing they made it embarrassing deliberately but see people like this uh ben burgess doesn't understand that because he's never really researched this topic he's just writing this uh based on his experience with watching the x-files that's that's where it's all coming from Anyway, continuing here, it says, even if you don't believe that little green men or X-Files era gray aliens, okay, the little green men connotation, isn't that something that they always use? Dumbbells, dum-dums like this guy, Burgess. They always talk, they always have to say little green men. <laughs> I, I so smart and clever, huh? Look how funny I am. <laughs> even if you don't believe that little green men or X-Files era gray aliens were crash landing in fascist Italy, the bipartisan interest in getting to the bottom of all this makes sense for far more mundane reasons. Should we really trust the military and intelligence communities to spend money, quote, looking into UAPs, end quote, without the public getting to know exactly what they're up to and how this might relate to the rest of what they're up to? Grush's specific story seems awfully unlikely. Well, how do you know that? Did you, have you, has this idiot Burgess sat in on any of the uh, uh, closed hearings, closed meetings? Did, did he sit on any of the, uh, did he see any of the documentation that Grush was shown? Has he seen any of this stuff? He hasn't seen any of this stuff. This is all pure nonsense. This is pure fiction. 
This sounds like, you know what this sounds like to me, this whole story here? It sounds like some idiot who just sat around watching the X-Files, never read a book about UFOs, has no understanding whatsoever of uh, the machinations ongoing for decades behind the scenes because he's never read any sort of uh, book on this. He doesn't, doesn't understand the history of it, right? Uh, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like somebody who just basically watched the X-Files and is using his knowledge uh, acquired from watching that show to write, write this article. Anyway, continuing. It says, there are 45,000 domestic flights. And the, uh, <laughs> oh, God, you got to love this one. This argument. Of course, we've heard this one several times. Wait to hear this one, folks. We've heard this argument several times recently uh, from a lot of dumbbells. It says here, there are 45,000 domestic flights in the United States every day, and hardly any of them crash. As Mick West points out, of course, Mick West, like he's just such a, uh, a shining light of intelligence when it comes to UFOs. As Mick West points out, it would be awfully strange if intergalactic spaceships that navigated a faster than life obstacle course to make faster than light it should have been obstacle course to make it to earth crashed at a far higher rate for one thing we don't know how they're showing up here they could be showing up here in motherships and these little things that crash are just scout ships you have no idea what you're talking about again these people haven't studied it they haven't studied it they're basing their uh, opinions on what they saw in the x-files Okay, continuing here, it says, Still, polls show that a majority of Americans distrust official denials and suspect that there may be something the UAP claims. Some of my fellow skeptics might see the poll numbers and be tempted to laugh at the gullibility of ordinary Americans. Actually, I'm laughing at the gullibility of you stupid morons who follow people like Mick West. I'm laughing at you. A whole bunch of people are laughing at you because you sound stupid, especially to people like me. Again, I've talked about this before. I, right now, I know for a fact that I'm right and this guy is wrong. I know that for a fact. I'm holding a royal flush in my hands. This guy got an eight high. That's what he's got. He's got junk in his hand. He's going to lose this poker game. I'm going to win. Okay, continuing. That would be a mistake, and not just because there may well be a cover-up even if what's being covered up is less likely to be the non-quote non-human biologics and quote grush claims have been recovered from crash sites than the day-to-day -day shenanigans of the military industrial complex the truth is that the federal government has done everything in its power to lose the public's trust the only way to earn it back would be with a dramatic pivot toward real transparency so again this guy has no idea what he's talking about none none he's not done any research not a not even a modicum of research this moron is so stupid. I don't even... Anyway, continuing. Why won't they let us see the evidence? Crucially, so far, not a single shred of direct evidence has so far been made public for any of these claims, some of which are hard to square with what we know about the laws of physics and all of which are innately implausible. Grush's pitch is, at the moment, trust me. Okay, again, this guy, this guy sounds like the, the, like the dopes that told Louis Pasteur, hey, that, uh, don't worry, we, we're not washing our hands. There's no such thing as bacteria. Anyway, continuing. So far, that sounds laughable. Actually, let me tell you what sounds laughable, chum. Your stupid article. You're stupid. You're dumb. Anyway, so far, that sounds laughable. And to be clear, I think that there are excellent reasons to reject his claims. But Grush and his supporters can reasonably point out that it's not his fault that he can't share whatever evidence might be in his possession. If he started making classified information public, he would end up in prisons in a prison cell like Julian Assange. That raises an obvious question. Why won't the government let him release whatever he has so that we can all make up our own minds? Because let me tell you, you dope. It's a cover-up. They don't want you to know about the extraterrestrial reality. 
obviously they're looking at people like you because you're so stupid they could tell that you couldn't handle the truth you, you oh you you you've dismissed this out of hand right from the get-go so people like you they're looking at people like you one of the reasons they're not releasing this information is because of dummies like this it's gonna it's gonna the rule the world is gonna crack in half anyway continuing if I say that my bedroom closet contains an interdimensional portal leading to a world where everyone has a third ear in the middle of their forehead and I won't let you come into my room to take a look, that's one thing. If someone from the Department of Homeland Security shows up to say that no one is allowed into my room, not even me, and you, sh and you should stop asking questions, you might reasonably wonder what's going on. See, why don't you get it? Don't you get it, dummy? You're not getting it. You're actually, you're, you're actually explaining it to yourself, but you still can't accept it because you just don't believe it. But let me tell you again, I got a royal flush, you got eight high. In this case, though, there are a few other pretty obvious explanations for the government's behavior. Oh, oh, really? Obvious explanations? I can't wait to hear this. He says, for one thing, once military and intelligence bureaucracies have gained the power to keep things secret, they tend to start valuing secrecy for the sake of secrecy. Whether or not any particular piece of information actually matters, vast swaths of totally benign information are pointlessly classified. So, according to this guy, the only reason they're keeping it secret is for the sake of secrecy. We just don't want to show anybody. There's nothing to it, really. It's just nothing important. Nothing to see here, but we're not going to show it to you anyway. That's how we feel. What do you think about that? That's his explanation. For another, in this case, even if you don't buy the Vatican spaceship and the recovered non-human biologics and the rest, the military-industrial complex might well have a lot to hide. Budgets for investigating UFOs. Sorry, UAPs. Oh, boy, that's so funny. Ha, ha, ha are black, black boxes without meaningful oversight. It's not hard to imagine the Pentagon and the intelligence community wanting to cover up secret weapons programs, embarrassing giveaways to military contractors, and all sorts of other thoroughly earthbound bad behavior. Okay, it's more than just covering up those kind of things. Yes, of course, behind the scenes, they are using lots of money to come up with new sorts of uh, flying machines. There's no question. I think we all could agree on that. But there's more to this. Obviously, you haven't done your research, Burgess. Uh, you really should because you are very ignorant, extremely ignorant, actually, at this point. I, I don't know what to say. I, you, you, somebody needs to sit down with you and, and show you some books and try to explain, to talk to you about the life and what's going on here. Continuing, it's also entirely possible that Grush believes every word he's saying. Yeah, he does, because I'm cer certain that a lot, most of the things that he's been shown is most certainly real. Uh, there's, there's no question that there's a cover-up. A lot of us already knew this before he even said a word about it. Uh, he doesn't claim to have seen any spaceships or biologics with his own eyes, only to have been convinced by classified information shown to him by others. Who knows what false information he could have been fed or with what agenda. Okay, let me just stop there for a second. So this guy's already telling us that that information, whatever was shown to Grush, was false. How, okay, you know that? How do you know that? How does this Mr. Burgess know that the information shown to Grush was false? Could you please explain to me, sir? Oh, I know. You don't even have to. I get it. You just don't believe it. That's why. Okay, I get it. I'd love to get some answers on that, but that would involve a level of official transparency that not, that's not currently in the cards. This guy has, has no idea. No idea. Okay. Here we go. Continue. Uh, here's another section to this dumb article. It says, David Grush versus David Hume. 
When Grush's revelations first became public, a key part of his appeal was that as an Air Force intelligence officer with a deeply impressive career until his attempt to uncover the supposed truth about aliens, it was hard to dismiss him as a crank. Last week, oh, they gotta do it. They waited for this one. This is the Clint Kiplinstein stuff. Last week, that narrative was complicated by investigative reporter Ken Klippenstein, who used the Freedom of Information Act to expose potentially embarrassing parts of Grush's history, including a stint in a mental institution. Okay, let's just stop there for a second. We all know how this happened. Ken Klippenstein, another dumbbell, as, a, as we've uh, uh, talked about here on this podcast, he was sicked onto Grush by people, admitted by himself, he admitted it, he was sicked onto Grush by people within the Department of Defense and intelligence community who gave this guy raving reviews back in 2020, two years at least after after he was uh his 20 his his last episode his last episode with ptsd so they had to dig up dirt make him look oh this guy's suffering with ptsd you can't trust people with ptsd that's the message that they're trying to convey here of course as we know grush had some instances in 2014 and 2018 where police had to be called to his house because he was having some problems right because of ptsd and uh he's did ended up spending some time in an institution but he's he was better he got better he was well and then he he was given really good reviews by people that he was working for so what that has nothing to do with anything that was just an attempt by the inspect by the uh department of defense and intelligence community to drag his name through the mud we could all see this but dumb dumb ben burgess he can't see it because he's stupid anyway continuing grush's many supporters have argued that this is irrelevant and compared it to past attempts to discredit whistleblowers like Richard Nixon ordering his goons to ransack the office of Daniel Ellsberg, psychiatrist, after Ellsberg leaked the Pentagon Papers. They say that Grush's psychiatric detention many years ago had nothing to do with any sort of delusional break from reality and everything to do with his struggles with drinking, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, that's what it was. Because that's what it was. That's what it was. Many people come out of the military dealing with such issues, and it's not fair to use it to discredit Grush. Yes. Bingo. That's that's what it was. It's not fair to discredit him. Everybody could get sick. Everybody can get ill. Mental illness for some people, Pete, in the form of PTSD, is something that could be treated and then they get better. Obviously, David Grush got better. I've seen. I saw him talking during that hearing. He seemed perfectly fine to me. Uh, but not to you though, because that past is going to make you think, oh, he's just delusional. Anyway, continuing. Perhaps they have a point, although it's worth pointing out, then, that the impressive service record previously trumpeted by his supporters is hardly more relevant to the believabilities of his claims. Let's take a long step back and think about what he's saying. We Okay, this is where it gets really dumb. We know enough about our immediate cosmic neighborhood to know that any alien visitors would have to be coming from distances requiring faster-than-light travel. The relativistic physics that tell us that this is impossible or supported by mountains of evidence. Even the satellites that help your phone give you directions to the movie theater have to make adjustments for tiny relativistic effects. Now, let me just stop there. We have no idea how they're getting here. This guy, no, nobody in the UFO community knows. We don't know how they're getting here. They're doing it. It doesn't matter how they're doing it. They're here. I know that for a fact. Again, I got a royal flush. You got an eight high. I know it for a fact. Just because you want to be dumb, right? You want to be like the same kind of idiots uh, who were tell, trying to tell Pasteur that uh, the, this bacteria, there's no such thing as uh, microbes and that can't cause infection. If you want to be one of those in that, in that group, go go help yourself. But I know I'm right and you're wrong. A lot of people know I'm right and you're wrong. Anyway, of course, Einstein might have been wrong about the speed of light, but the question is whether evidence from personal testimony can outweigh all our evidence from our best 
current physics. As the 18th century philosopher David Hume pointed out in his classic discussion of miracles, it's hard to see how it could be less likely that even an extremely trustworthy person could say something false than that natural laws whose operations we constantly confirm would fail to hold. It's true that it's not Grush's fault that he can't share any evidence he has. It's classified. But that's a different question. If I claim to have a video on my phone proving the existence of telekinesis and my phone is stolen, you shouldn't take my word for it, even if I can prove that my phone really was stolen. That's that's nonsense. We're trying to get... the What you're saying here is dumb because we are still trying to get... There is information. There is classified documentation that we don't have access to, that the Congress doesn't have access to, that they're trying to get access to. People like this, right, he should have really taking a step back and, and not write anything yet because you know what he's it, it could end up that this guy's gonna look really stupid really soon it really could anyway continuing it says here now the next head uh, subhead here says no aliens doesn't mean nothing to see here does that mean we shouldn't care about transparency exactly the opposite is true first anyone who wants to debunk uap claims should want a far greater level of transparency both on this issue and in general since the federal government's long record of covering up general genuine wrongdoing gives plenty of credence to those who believe it's covering up aliens military and intelligence officials have been caught lying and covering up those lies over and over and over again from the Gulf of Tonkin to Iraqi weapons of mass destruction to the mass surveillance program that Edward Snowden had to flee the country for revealing. Genuine whistleblowers are persecuted. Well, David Grush is being persecuted. He's a genuine whistleblower. Okay, see, see, when he talks about genuine whistleblowers, it's not in quotes. When he talks about whistleblower David Grush, he puts it in quotes because he doesn't believe him. But David Grush is a genuine whistleblower. In fact, he, he went to the inspector general who found his complaint credible and with merit. So I don't know what this guy's talking about. Didn't he see that part? Didn't he read that part? Anyway, Julian Assange is facing extradition for reporting accurate information embarrassing to the United States government. Under those circumstances, it's deeply unsurprising that 57% of respondents in a poll conducted last month for Newsweek believe that the United States government has more information about UFOs and alien life than is publicly shared. Well, let me just tell you, those 57%, they're smart people. The 57% of those respondents uh, who, who said that, right? that they believe the government has more information about UFOs and alien life than they share publicly, those people are the smart people. Obviously, the writer of this article, he's in the minority, and he's wrong. He's wrong. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Anyway, continuing. The poster on the wall in Mulder's office in the X-Files said, I want to believe. See, again, this guy, again, all of his information about this comes from the X-Files. What an idiot. He's basically, imagine, imagine writing an article for, for a major publication online like this where a million people are going to read it and, and you're getting all your, your, your background information from the X-Files. Imagine. Wow. Think about that. Anyway. In this case, though, it may be less of a matter of wanting to believe that the government is once again lying than having trouble not believing it after the shameful track record. Second, if we assume that the government is covering up, uh, excuse me, uh, second, if we assume that what the government is covering up is not little green men, of course he has to make the little green men. <laughs> Aren't I funny using that old cliche? <laughs> and how many everybody out there laugh and see how funny I am? <laughs> well, I'm so clever. <laughs> Second, if we assume that what the government is covering up is not little green men, then that dramatically increases the possibility that it's concealing its own far more mundane bad behavior. The usual explanation of alleged alien cover-ups is that the government wants to avoid mass panic, but this never made sense. Uh, let me just stop there for a second. 
that could be a small part of it. I believe it's not about the panic. My my th- my belief is that it's been covered up for so long. They've been trying to reverse engineer this stuff, and now they just don't want to release that information. They, they they know they've been lying for so long that that's the reason. Because they know if once once it comes out that they have been lying, a lot of people are going to be really upset, particularly the dummies like this guy. Hey, I'm ready right now. Hey, give give them amnesty. That's where I'm at right now. Let's just get this over with. I don't care anymore, right? Because again, the people who started this, right, they're all dead. The people who, who initiated this cover up, they're long gone right now the people who are there now they were all grandfathered in right so let's just grant them amnesty and, and let them walk I, I just let's get we need to move on as a human race get let them go this case this guy never even thought about that because he's a stupid idiot what, what can you do anyway continuing the military industrial complex loves mass panic it's good for its budgets if it's covering something up it has far less high-minded reasons so there you go you even said it yourself <laughs> they love mass according to this guy the military industrial complex loves mass panic means make more money for their defense budgets that's what he's saying so what's what, there you go if, if that's what you think right uh but that's not it that's not it at all no that's not it one way or the other we have a right to know okay Okay, I agree with that. I'll agree with your last sentence. Other than that, your rest, the rest of this article completely stunk. You need to do your homework. Uh, you have no business writing stuff like this. I, I don't understand why they keep... Uh, there was another dumb article that was in Scientific American uh, just yesterday written by Keith Clore. That guy's a complete absolute moron. I'm not even going to get into that. Maybe a different day, not today. They keep sending out the. They keep putting in these opinion pieces by people who have no business writing about it, who never studied it, who have no. They're, they're just dumb, and I don't get it. I don't understand it. Basically, they get their all their information from the X Files, and that's how they operate. So, uh, unfortunately, you see where we're at, folks. Uh, sad, sad, very sad. Uh, but hey, again, I know, I know, a lot of us know, right? We're we're holding a, a royal flush. Ben Burgess and and people like him, Neil deGrasse Tyson, those people, they got eight high. They're wrong. We're right. We could be, be comforted in the fact, right? If you're on the side of 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 knowing that there's something here, knowing that the extraterrestrial presence is here, sleep well tonight, knowing that you're on the right side of history. And these dum dums, right? They're on the wrong side of history. Anyway, thank you very much for joining me. Until next time. <laughs>